This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, so... um. Pretty excited to have C.J. Stroud as the uh, quarterback here, I would say, right? We, we, we like C.J. Um, and Lamar Jackson is going to be the MVP of the league this year. But in reading, reading Mike Sando's piece, Seth, uh, his, his Monday pick six, um, look, Lamar Jackson had a great season this year. It's going to get harder and harder for Baltimore to build a team around Lamar Jackson because his cap numbers are going to go way, way up. He's had the benefit of a great defense while he's been there. You know, Mike Sando makes the comparison of Peyton Manning to Lamar Jackson because it took both a long time to get to an AFC title game, Peyton Manning with the Colts. Peyton Manning did it without a good defense, though. He had the, they had the 29th-ranked scoring defense over his first six seasons. Lamar Jackson's been on a team with the second-ranked scoring defense, so he's had a lot of help. Over and, the course of – that's been the average? Yeah, for Peyton – Over the course of – Yes, I'll read you the first, sentence. Manning's Colts ranked 29th in scoring defense over his first six seasons, while Jackson's Ravens ranked second since he became the starter in Week 10 of the wow. 2018 season. Damn. So as a result, he doesn't trail very much. And Ross Tucker just talked about this, like this. And I don't know how you simulate this. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's actually like uh, it, intuitively, it's a good thing that you're on a team that rarely trails. It means you're a dominant football team. Yeah. However, I think there is something to not being comfortable. In that sort of ecosystem where you're in a game where you're trying. It's why the Texans took the ball first against the Ravens. So they could go get a lead. They won the toss and took the ball against yeah. one of the best defenses in football because the game script for the Texans, as it is for most teams that succeed against the Ravens, is to get a lead against the Ravens, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. So I, this is where I read all this stuff about Lamar Jackson, and he, he, he didn't throw a pass trailing by more than eight points all year. And once he did in that game against the Chiefs, he looked jittery. He looked shaky. He looked hesitant when he was dropping back to pass. There was plenty of times there where he dropped back and he was waiting, waiting, waiting. And the Lamar Jackson that we watched in the regular season would have taken off and run. And for some reason, he sat back there still trying to find open guys that weren't there. And look, I know it wasn't CJ's best day in Baltimore when they lost to them. But there was never a point in that game where I'm like, boy, like CJ looks like the moment's too big for him. You know what I mean? Like, You're Right, right. You, yeah. You know, like, there, I, yeah, and I think that... What you see in the playoffs, too, is that everything just gets refined and crystallized. Yeah. And whatever little flaws that you have are going to come to the surface, theoretically. Or they, over time, they definitely do. And I think the, the one unnamed coach in here that I, I think said it accurately, he said, Lamar got a lot better this season. I thought he got more accurate and they gave him more easy completions. He's still not naturally accurate. And I think the more sped up he gets the less accurate he is. The problem is the highs and the lows, and then he went on. But I think that like, that's where you, you saw that Lamar not being genuinely pinpoint accurate 
came to hurt if if especially he's he and Todd Monken were hesitant to turn him into a runner. I that's for the life of me. If those two were like fighting against some narrative or something, that if Monken and Lamar Jackson just needed to prove that no, he's going to do it mostly with his arm, they got to get over that attitude. Like you're you're allowing the Bill Polians of the world to dictate whether or not you're trying to really win a football game. Josh Allen had destroyed the Chiefs with designed quarterback runs the week before. It was really the only good thing the Bills had going versus the Chiefs defense. And and they barely tried it at all with the Ravens. They had the one QB power that worked. And beyond that, it was it was scrambling that was limited, I understand, because the the Chiefs did a really good job of containing Lamar Jackson within like making it hard for him to just pull down and run. Mm-hmm. But it felt like even after he passed the line of scrimmage sometimes, he like had his head on a swivel to an extreme degree and was almost looking for reasons to go down instead of just taking off and, and, and destroying them when he had opportunities to. It was weird. Yeah. Was really weird. I, I get, my, my big takeaway in this is if I'm a Texan fan and I'm watching that game on Sunday and then I'm reading some of the, some of the comments that Seth just read from these coaches and then just the sheer numbers of it, of how Lamar performed and, and how, how he performs when, when he's trailing. And this has been a theme with Lamar, not just this year, but throughout his career, that if he's trailing, it's, it's much, much harder. I'm so much more comfortable with C.J. Stroud as the quarterback of my team than I think Baltimore Ravens fans. If the goal is to win a Super Bowl, yeah. saying the goal is to yeah. win a Super Bowl, look, the Ravens are going to win 12 games every year probably with Lamar as their quarterback, or, or they'll be competitive every year. I, I look, C.J. has proven he can win games different types of ways. Like it, it, trailing's not a big deal to him. He's got the skill set to come from behind. Plus, he's just a rookie. Like he's there's still things he's going to develop on. Whereas I, like I, I. We might hit the ceiling with Lamar Jackson here, right? I, I, well, this is one thing. One of the uh, one of the anonymous coaches in here, a defensive coach, said something that at first I thought it was a prescription, which and it sounded odd for a football coach. But I think he was more. He's talking about these tiers of quarterbacks, where you know Pat Mahomes is in a tier above Lamar Jackson right now, and he says one way to clean up those tiers is to let those guys play when they have to pass. They will reveal themselves in those situations. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I, are you advising that the Ravens should just like toy with their prey somehow and like allow them to get, allow right. the op- opponent to get up a couple scores yeah. or something? I don't, yeah, please present me with the, with the football coach who's going to operate that way. And I think you, I, I don't think he meant it quite that way. I think he was just saying that like, this is what happens in the playoffs. They reveal themselves. I, yeah, I don't like, what's the solution to getting Lamar Jackson better at playing from behind. Yeah. And if they're just going to be so dominant in the regular season. I yep. don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, good point by a texter. Lamar didn't play terrible Sunday. He had an interception and a lost fumble. Would have had another interception if he wasn't superhuman. That's true. Yeah. The deflected pass. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the texter points out, here's the thing, and I thought this too during the game as well on Sunday. When Lamar was taking deep shots, he had open guys. Those yeah. are throws that, that C.J., more often than not, drops in the bucket. More often than most quarterbacks drops. I mean, yeah. it's not eighty percent or anything like that. But there, Lamar took four or five deep shots, and I'm and they were all overthrown. They were all incomplete. And it I'm never going, okay, felt close. Yeah, like, it never felt close. It C- never felt like, oh yeah, he just missed it a little bit or yeah, anything. Yeah, CJ gives his guy a chance on nearly all those throws. I think. Yeah, gives him a chance. You know. Yeah, that's um, it was like he he just. 
he he was not nearly up to the same level as the opposing quarterback, no. which isn't that's no sin, obviously. Um, but it was it was way more of narratives fulfilled than it was defying the narrative. Yeah, and I think a lot of. I actually, I genuinely feel bad for Ravens fans because Ravens fans felt, a lot of them felt like, okay, that Texans game in the playoffs was where Lamar Jackson proved that, okay, yeah, it was all bunk and garbage what they had said about him before. And realistically, now it just maybe looks like that that one game that he had won a couple years ago where, okay, okay, he's not as bad as a lot of people want to say, but man, he certainly is not at the level that, that you'd hoped he would be in the playoffs. Right, right. Like, I think we're learning that that Texans game was probably, that the divisional round game was probably more about the Texans than it was about Lamar. Yeah. You, you yeah. know, you know I, I think that's what we, I think that's what we learned. That's a tough thing if you're the Ravens, man. Like, when you've got a, a, a quarterback, and Sando points this out, like, over the next handful of years, his cap hit's going to be anywhere from the high 30s, millions, to it peaks out at like seventy four million bucks. Now they can rejigger those numbers with extensions and things like yeah. that and so forth. But that's a tough thing, Seth, when you've got a quarterback that occupies that much of your cap space and the games have to play out a certain way for you to win those games. You don't have one of those guys like a Mahomes or an Allen or a Burrow or I think ultimately CJ where, okay, well we fall behind by ten points. Not the end of the world. We've got this guy and he but, you know yeah. I mean, you know what though? Like, like I said, you would no football coach would ever try to get a ten point deficit, and yet maybe that ends up being the best thing for Lamar Jackson. Yes, is in Todd Monken himself too, because it looked like the play calling as well as the quarterback play just they panicked a little bit that they were down so substantially so early in the game to a team that has a really good defense, and they started thinking that they had to score in leaps and bounds. The crazy thing though too is that it's been proven time and time again that Lamar Jackson with his legs can be more explosive than some of the most explosive passing games in yes. the league. Yeah. Like you just it's not just a given that oh well, now it's time, now it's time to go to the passing game because we need to be explosive. Yep. And you also when it's the first quarter, you don't need to be explosive. There's plenty of time here. I the, the most and that goes back to John Harbaugh and everything else. I I think I'm I'm a little bit amazed that maybe the Ravens didn't have faith that their defense was going to figure it out. Because that's a hell of a good defense. And they did figure it out. It took took longer than they would have thought and expected. But that defense did figure it out. Yeah. Just have some faith in that defense. My God, they were awesome. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Um, CJ Stroud, commercial era has started. 
I, to my knowledge, I'd not seen CJ in any commercials uh, until yesterday. Now he probably did some in Ohio State. He did a lot of NIL stuff with car dealerships and local businesses up there. If he did, I never saw any of those ads. But this popped up on my uh, Twitter timeline yesterday. CJ Stroud, Cheeto spokesman. Somebody's out of Buffalo Wings. Number two NFL draft pick, CJ Stroud. And the second best Buffalo thing. Second best is the best. Okay, so that. What's it's going a, on there? It's a 15 second ad. Okay, I'll replay it. I probably should have set that up better. So CJ is sitting somewhere remotely by himself, and he gets this signal from above that somebody has run out of Buffalo wings. Mm-hmm. So he spontaneously combusts and then pops up in this guy's living room with some che- Buffalo wing flavored Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the thing he's saying at the end is, you know, they're making fun of the fact that he was the number two overall pick. And CJ is saying, well, the number two, you know, basically saying the number two overall pick is here with the second best solution for someone who needs Buffalo wings. Aside from the wings themselves, Buffalo wing flavored Cheetos. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.